Welcome to the Leverage to Scale show. I'm Amber Vilhauer, founder and CEO of LeverageToScale.com, brought to you by NGNG Enterprises, standing for No Guts, No Glory. We work with purpose-driven business owners to develop their online platform and scale their influence. We believe that you have the opportunity to positively change the world one relationship at a time. Stick around to the end of the show in about 20 minutes and I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing marketing podcasts. Let's go. Welcome to Leverage to Scale. I'm your host today for this episode. I'm Dan and joining me is, so I love the fact that I get to talk to entrepreneurs who inspire and educate and do all these great things in the world. But today is an entrepreneur who defies labels. I feel like Mitch, when I was looking you up, it was like, wait, you, you do that. Oh, and this and that, and, and you write songs. What, what the hell does this guy do? So you, you <laughs> do it all. It seems like, so Mitch Steven joins me today. Mitch, welcome to the show. How you doing, Dan? Glad to be here. Absolutely. Happy to have you on. So your LinkedIn profile describes you as investor, as an author, an educator, an inventor, a songwriter, and most of it centers on real estate and generating passive income, this kind of thing. Did I get that kind of right? Yeah, but see, you've blown my cover already because like when I hear people that say they do all that stuff, I figure, damn, they're no good at any of this stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I don't like to tell everyone everything I'm into because they'll, they'll lump me into that category of, you know, jack of all trades, master of none. Sure. And, and, and while I don't master all of these trades for sure, I am a master of a couple of them, you know, as far as it, 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 as the world, you know, my percentage in the world, it, I, I would be classified a master. But right. yeah, it's so kind of scary. I try not to tell people everything I do all the time at one time because they, they go, nah, that guy's full of crap. But so, so you like to dabble, but you're the master of a couple of them. Let's talk about your, your masterfulness then. What is it? When you describe to someone then what you're a master at, Mitch, what is it that you do and who do you serve? Um, you know, I, 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 I'm a master flipping houses and seller financing my seller financing my houses and creating a cash flow. I like I like to flip for cash, and, and I've I've bought a house every four to five days in my town or about my town, in or about my town, for two and a half decades. I bought a hundred houses a year. For two and a half decades. So I don't know how you do something that often and not get good at it. Right. I was a very, I was a very slow learner. It took me a while, but I eventually got tired of getting kicked down the street. Uh, uh, and then I'm the master. I mean, I, I, I wanted to master cash flow because that's where the freedom is. If you're just a flipper, mm -hmm. you got to keep doing it over and over. If you master cash flow, you can get way ahead and then you can sit down and go do whatever you want. So with my money, I buy storages and I create real estate lien notes. 30-year fixed mortgages is how I sell my houses on 30-year fixed mortgages. No balloon, nothing. Okay. So your, your idea that is to create that freedom for yourself, is that why you started your business or why did you start doing what you do? No, I started my business because I was hungry and I was broke and I needed to make <laughs> some money. That's fair. And then, and then it, you know, in the beginning, it's about how much money can I make each month? You know, like right now. And then as it evolves and you get a little more comfortable and you got a cushion and everything, it's like, how can I create income way out in the future? That's due to me. I don't need any more right now. You know what I mean? So how can I stockpile it out there and have it coming in increments, you know, uh, like monthly payments or gotcha. whatever. Yeah. And so, so you, you talked a minute ago about the hundred houses a year. That must be where this line, this, this series of books, my life and a thousand houses comes from then. Um, that's got to take some, so you, so you've also written three books. Let's throw that out there. Um, 
so you're, you're teaching others then as well. That's got to take a lot of motivation. I got to believe you've got to be an on fire kind of guy. It's not that. See, it sounds like everybody thinks I do all this at the same time. I'm 60 years old. I started writing songs when I was in the eighth grade. You know, that's a 40-year hobby, okay, a hobby. But when you do a hobby for 40 years, you get, you know, hopefully you get better every year. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I started doing real estate 24 years ago. Um, I learned finally how to systematize it so that I didn't have to be there. I have not seen the last 400 houses I bought nor have I seen the last 400 people that bought my houses. Have I ever met them? I don't even know what they look like. I don't even know their names. You know, I see them on a spreadsheet, you know? Um, And so what does an entrepreneur do when you give him a bunch of spare time? He fills it up with something else. That's (laughs) what he does. So, Um, so, so when you get good at getting things on, like my storage business, it's on autopilot. There's a mm -hmm. 1300 people owe me a hundred bucks every month for a 10 by 10 square where they have their crap stored. You know, once I got that on autopilot, like, okay, well, I don't have anything to do. So what do I do? Well, I think I'll go write a book or I think I'll open up an educational or a podcast. You know, I th- I'll do a podcast, you know? So that, so, so there again, that it just speaks to so much drive to continue to create and do right. Well, but, but here's the thing, the entrepreneur, I started the podcast with no expectations. I just wanted to talk to a lot of smart people and be engaged and be busy. I figured out how to make money at it. My podcast makes between 18, between 10,000 and $18,000 a month because I'm an entrepreneur. And I start looking around and go like, okay, so this is really fun, but how do you make it make money? Well, what about this? What about that? And then pretty soon, then you're talking to some other podcasters and then like, I don't like that. I don't like that. I'm not going to do that. And you go, Ooh, I think I just figured it out. Yeah. And that show is the Real Estate Investor Summit podcast, right? Well, it was. We changed it to the 1000houses.com podcast now. Just because oh, okay. We tried to consolidate all the names down to 1000 houses. By the way, it's well over 2000 houses now, but who's counting? <laughs> well, you can't keep changing that brand every 1000 houses. So um, right. that's awesome. So, so tell me a little bit then about your why. Where does that motivation come from to continue to do what you do every day and, and change the world around you? Well, it changes. You know, in the beginning, the why was I'm friggin' hungry. I don't know my place in the world. I got to find my place. Then I found a place and it was like, how far can I take this? Is this really duplicatable? Is it possible to make 50000 80000 $100,000 a year in this business? I mean, a month in this business, you know? Um, and then when you achieve a, a certain level of financial freedom, it's not about the money anymore because you don't need any more money. I mean, at least I don't, cause I, I don't need a bigger house. I need a smaller house. I don't need a, <laughs> more cars. I don't need more women. I don't need, I don't need an entourage. I don't need anything. I'm happy. You know, I could use a bigger ranch, but I, but I don't need one. Um, uh, and so then it's like, okay, I, I need a, I need a, I need a higher reason now. I need, it's yeah. not just about the money. I need a higher reason. Like how can I, be part of a team where I help change somebody's life and they, I teach them how to fish so that they don't have to fish for the man who owns the fishing boat anymore. They can go out on their own and fish. And, and, you know, Dave Ramsey does the primal scream when people get debt free. We ring the bell at my office when uh, my students announce that they have fired their boss and they no longer need a job. That's <laughs> fired their boss. The bell. You know, they don't need them anymore. Yeah. Which means, which means at that point, when you get financially independent, that you're 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 gaining twenty six hundred hours a year that you can devote to yourself and becoming a better you instead of working for someone else and and having to make their company better and make them in a better position. Now, 
The cool thing is my life changed one time when I read, I read a definition of financial freedom. I don't know how many definitions are out there, but I read this one and I said, holy cow, I have been doing this all wrong. It said financial freedom happens when your wants and your needs are exceeded by your p- passive income. I since struck the word passive because nothing's passive. I mean, if you sure. sleep is not even passive. You're breathing. And if you sleep long enough, you'll have to get up and go get something to eat. There's <laughs> nothing passive. Yeah. Uh, so I, I changed it to cash flow. Financial freedom happens when your wants and your needs are exceeded by your cash flow, which said all of a sudden that I only needed 3500 bucks a month at the time when I read that sentence to be financially free, which meant I didn't need a boss, which means I could, get, I could free up 2600 hours. So the first step in becoming wealthy was to become financially free at the most modest level so that you could have 2600 hours to figure out what the hell it is you're going to do and to become freaking great at it, like yeah. the best at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. At 2600 hours a year, you need five years to get your 10,000 hours in. You know, so to become five a years, pro, a new expert. You're, yeah. yeah, you're spending four years in college and coming out and all you know how to do is drink and party. You know? <laughs> yeah, been there. And you're spending a hundred grand doing that. I don't mean making money on the way to my 10,000 hours. You know what I mean? Hopefully. Yeah. Now there'll be some times that you fall down and they take a little bit of that money out of your wallet. It's called, you know, life lessons or learning lessons or whatever. But it's part of the game. No yeah. education's free. None. Yeah, I know that's true. And so speaking of fall down, you, you said sometimes you fall down. It seems like um, entrepreneurs it, maybe not love to talk about, but don't mind sharing those moments when they have the fall down, the enough is enough, throw your hands up, rock bottom, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's not like you've had great success, but I imagine those moments have come. Can you share one Almost, of those with us? They're, they're in everybody's story. You know, I have a podcast. I'm about to interview my 400th person. Everyone has their time in the woods story. They're not fun to talk about when you're in the woods. It's quite confusing. You know what I mean? It's quite aggravating. It even might make you pissed off or, or get you depressed. But after it's over and you come out and you're victorious on the other side, or at least you find your way to some, some kind of solid ground, it's a lot easier to talk about. You know, the name of my first book was My Life in a Thousand Houses, Failing Forward to Financial Freedom. I had a lot of people say, are you sure you want to put this book out? Because you're not looking so smart. <laughs> you, you know, you're, you, you really do some stupid stuff in that book. I said, you know, I went back, I analyzed, I said, well, yeah, I guess it could be embarrassing, but that's the truth of what, how my life went and how I learned the lesson. And, and I think there's more power in the truth to be fabricating some bullshit about how it was all hunky dory. Really yeah. what I was pissed off about was I'd go to these seminars and they'd show me all these big checks and all these big boats and all these nice cars and stuff. And no one told me this other crap that could happen to you. No one once spent a minute talking to me about, hey, this is how you get screwed, though. Look at how you get screwed and all these different ways you can get screwed. No one ever said anything about that. It pissed me off. It's like, geez, guys, why don't you give me some downside? So from now on, when someone gives me everything all hunky-dory and all it's all great, I'm the first one to go, hey, that all sounds really good. Now, where's the screwed up side of this? And tell me everything about the jacked up side, because I need to know that yeah, too. Absolutely. So what was one of those hard moments for you then as an entrepreneur, Mitch? Well, man, there's been so many. I mean, you know, the whole thing started when I got left. The woman I love that I'd been with for five years or whatever left for a rich gentleman rancher slash oil guy and hell what really pissed me off was i couldn't even blame her you know i would have left with a guy too holy cow the guy yeah. was loaded 
and <laughs> and was a decent guy, you know. So I, I just said to myself, that's never going to happen to me again. And and uh, I don't, I, you know, I was at the bottom. I didn't have any money. There's a lot of freedom at the bottom. At the bottom, you know, everybody's no one's around, and um, you can reinvent your whole self. So I reinvent myself at the bottom. Yeah. Uh, and I, I I set the rules of what's going to happen from here on out. I'm not hanging around anybody who's, I mean, I'm trying to hang around the most successful people I can. I worked my way up that ladder. You don't just start off walking into rooms of millionaires and going, Hey, my name's Mitch and I'm going to drink beer with y'all. That doesn't have work, but <laughs> yeah. you know, but, it, but I'm certainly going to quit listening to, to anybody who doesn't, you know, this is 20 years ago, make a million dollars a year today. It might be like make $8 million a year or $5 million a year. I'm not listening mm -hmm. to anybody and, and I'm damn sure not going to pay anybody like a college professor of business. If he ain't making five million dollars, and if he is making five million, he's not teaching school unless he's doing it like a a benefactor just to give back. But I mean, mostly. So yeah. I'm not listening to anybody if they're not doing and it's successful. And they need really, if I'm going to listen to them, they need to be the kind of person I want to be in in and off the field. So I mean, they need to be a kick-ass business guy, but they better be a good guy off the field too, or I'm not listening to them. Yeah. So I like that you say that there's freedom at the bottom. That was really powerful because um, you do get to set your own rules that way, know where you're going, and then surrounding yourself with people that you want to work with, look up to, and you just keep moving that needle for yourself to improve. Yeah. One of the rules was I was, I, I'm never going to be worth less than I am today. I'll be worth at least $1 more tomorrow. I'm not going backwards ever again. I don't care mm. what it takes. I don't care if I had to sleep on the floor. And see, that's the other thing by yourself. I'm not, I'm not dragging around kids. I'm not dragging around a wife. I don't need anyone's opinion. I'm not fighting over anything. And then when I finally took my wife, I didn't change my rules. I said, I'm going to, I told myself the day that I got married, I'm going to walk this way and she's going to follow or she's going to get off. And I don't, I'm willing to live with whatever happens. And there was a lot of times I didn't quite put it that way, but I, I was going that way. And I'd say to myself, well, I'm going to keep going and she's either going to get on or she's going to get off. I was determined to sleep on the floor and I knew that I would be single for a long time because the level of sacrifice that I was going to go through, I didn't think anybody wanted me, but God bless women. There's someone that'll sleep on the floor with you on a concrete, on a blanket in the cold and eat beans with you. God created these things called women and there's someone out there for everybody. There you go. And they'll put go. up with just about damn near everything. What they don't like is spineless, non-directional people. There you go. And so not only entrepreneur, thing, but other, marriage advice. I like that. Well, <laughs> you can't separate real life from business. You wouldn't believe how many students I'm talking to who their spouses are not on board with what they're doing and, and their regular life sucks and they're not making any money. And like, they really don't have that much to lose, but you know, it's sometimes you can't see the forest for the trees when they're so close to it. Um, yeah. The other thing I decided in one of those rules was I'm, I'm not going to have a conversation. If, if you're not supporting me, you're away from me or I'm going to set you aside for a little while. Meaning if you're not important to me, I just write you off. I push you out. I don't care yeah. if you're very important to me, but you're not supporting me, then I'm, I'm, I'm not going to shun you, but I'm going to set you over to the side. I'm not going to talk to you about what I'm doing. I'm going to go and, and I'll come back and we'll have a discussion when I can rub it right in your face. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I like that. So, so Mitch, if you could look over the last year, uh, is there anything that you would redo that you've learned new lessons in this year? Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, and, it, and it's not self-serving. If I would have spent money that so precious to me, 3,500, 4,000, 5,000, $6,000, even $10,000 
you know, I had the money sometimes and I did get increments at times. I was way too slow to get with professionals who had accomplished what I was hoping to accomplish and, and let them um, help shape my direction. Okay. Uh, you know, instead I did it on my own, you know, real, I did it on my own. I didn't have any help. Yeah. Bullshit. I, it cost me a fortune. I made, I made tens of thousands of dollars worth of mistakes and stepped over money that I didn't even know I was walking over because I wouldn't write a check for five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten grand to somebody who had already made all these mistakes and had already recognized where these little pockets of gold were that I didn't know. So you're, I, I like to tell people I graduated from La Calle AU, which is the street in Spanish. Mm. It's the most expensive college in the world. It will take everything you have and spit on you and you won't even get a piece of paper and a frame to hang anywhere. <laughs> Yeah. Or you could pay a mentor or someone who's been there. And I think the decision is really easy. And it would have been so much less stressful because I would have had someone to say, well, this is what I'm thinking. They go, you know, that works. Do it. Then I could have gone unencumbered because they, they validated my idea. Or they might have said, kind of, sort of, but make this twist and here's why. And then I go, oh. And then I'd have gone 110% in one direction. But as it was, I was always kind of going 95 because I really wasn't really sure of myself. You know, I, I think, do I put that extra 2000 in this campaign? I'm not sure if I'm doing the right thing or not. Yeah. So that mentorship and coaching is really important to your success then. Yeah, I would have, that, that was my biggest mistake. Yeah. Um, so what does success look like for you in 2021? Um, still systematizing, uh, better, better, bettering the system of my house flipping organization and mm. my, my self storage organization so that the people that are now affording me so much time can have a life as well, because they've been, they're kind of overloaded, you know, and it's kind of disheveled, you know, they're doing a great job of keeping everything off me, but their lives aren't good or mm. as good as I want them. I mean, they're not complaining, but I can see it and they, and, and I can see where they won't be able to go a long time at, at this burn rate. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. so I, I want to back up, even get them some help, some key people. Um, I, but I have found when I get key people, if they're really the right person for the right job, I end up making more money. So they really don't cost me anything Yeah. Uh, if we train them right. So uh, the other thing is I want to put out my, my fourth book. I'm pretty much, I'm pretty much through it. And uh, the fourth book is just, um, my life in a thousand houses, random thoughts and stories from a serial house flipper. And mm. it's just, it's things that have happened to me that I'm not smart enough to make up. And there'll be some <laughs> case studies along the way of deals that I fell into that I'm not smart enough to really negotiate or find. But if you're out there long enough, you know, even a blind dog can find a bone. So if you're out there, you know, kicking around hard enough, but you have to be able to recognize and or have the nerve and or have the smarts to, to partner up with someone who, who knows better. You know what I mean? Who knows a yeah. little bit more about that and not let it pass. So. Yeah. Excellent. I, I love that success looks like empowering others and helping others for you. That's a, that's a really, that's a really cool metric to look at. So, um, well, you have to, it has to be a win-win for everybody. The person that loans me the money has to have a square deal. They have to have the right protections. I never borrow over 65% of what I can sell or finance this house for. And I give all my lenders a first lien position. And it's always one lender for one house for one amount of money and one borrower. And if I don't pay you, then I will, if I can't ever pay you on this, which has never happened, but if I couldn't pay you, I will walk the deed to that $100,000 house 
in lieu of giving you that $65,000. I will hmm. walk it to you. You'll never have to sue me. If I can't pay you, then I'll, I'll walk the deed over. That's my agreement. Yeah. Doing business the right way. That's good stuff. So Mitch, um, to help you get to that point where you're empowering those and to, to look for your books and everything else, where can our community at Leverage the Scale find you then? The best place is 1000houses.com, 1000houses.com. You'll find everything there but my music. If you are interested in my hobby, I've been writing for years. and um, You can go to um, mitchstevenmusic.com, uh, mitchstevenmusic.com. But check out 1000houses.com. I have a ton of free stuff. Uh, just click on the free stuff tab. You can find my books. You can find audios, examples of uh, the weekly Tuesday night coaching call, anything about mentoring. And I'm a real low pressure guy. And if, if you're trying to apply for a mentorship and I don't think you're ready for that level, I'm going to tell you to bust down to this other level. Let's see if this business is really for you. Once you're mm-hmm. sure we can go to this level if you still want to, but I'm not, I'm not going to take, you know, big chunks of money from people that I don't think we're going to win. Cause like what I need right now, I need the emotional high of being on a winning team. I don't need your 25,000 bucks on a one-on-one mentoring. I need the 25,000 bucks and to be able to say and hear those words. I quit my boss. Thank God. I now make twice a month what I used to make when I worked for someone and, and, and I don't work for anyone anymore. And I decide when I go on vacation and I decide when I go see my kids soccer game and I decide all this stuff. That's what I want. I want to be part of that high. That's awesome. And if that I don't like think you're the, if I don't think you're the guy, I'll say, let's go down to the Tuesday night call for 3,500 bucks. Let's prove this business is for you and you're for the business at that rate, because I'm not sure about this other and $25,000 is a lot of money. Usually at $25,000, someone already has a game. They got 50 rent houses. They got 70 rent houses. They got something. I'm there to up their game. I already know the businesses for them. I already know they get off the sofa. I already know they're driven. I'm just going to up their game. And I, if you have that much going on and you're interested in some things that you're not doing that I've been doing, I can up your game. And yeah. I'm sure of it. Then I'll, then I'll go to that level. But I'll tell you. So that's a thousandhouses.com. Awesome. Mitch, thank you for being a part of this conversation. This was great. I mean, I am fired up. You have so much energy. Thanks for being a part of Leverage the Skill, man. Dan, thanks a lot. You know, I like to talk so much that uh, interviewers love me because they ask one question and like I take the whole hour. There, There you go. much for listening to the Leverage to Scale show. If you are a purpose-driven business owner or professional who would like to have a global impact by being interviewed on our show, please visit leveragetoscale.com forward slash guest. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your favorite social network. If you do that, just be sure to tag us with a hashtag leverage to scale. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and pick one winner from each platform. What do you win? We are going to promote you and your business to all of our social media fans totally free. Next, if you thought this was a valuable use of your time, please support the show and give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. I believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. My name is Amber Vilhauer, and I thank you so much for your time. 
Let's connect on your favorite social channels. Thanks for listening. Thank you for being a part of the No Guts, No Glory movement.